Five on five in five. It is Friday, the 13th of October. Spooky music. And the weather is going to work out with the spooky weather and the spooky day kind of sort of. Absolutely. I mean, not during the day. We're no, good during no. the day. Great day. Another beautiful day. Sun shining, warm temperatures, unseasonably warm temperatures. Um, it's tonight when things start to shift. So if you are out past 10 o'clock, which I will not be, uh, but I know a lot of people will. And if you're out past 10, uh, you might start to notice the wind moving in, the rain moving in. So that'll kind of go in line with some of your plans. Um, the rain does hit us overnight. And then tomorrow we wake up 60s, so not too bad. We know the Queen Bee is tomorrow. Homecoming for UC is happening. Yeah, they're they're partying now, I'm sure. But um, <laughs> they are starting early tomorrow morning for the parade at 8. And then the game, of course, as well at noon. But we start off in the 60s. It's the temperatures dropping through the day that will really start to have an impact. On and off chances for rain through the next couple of hours um, as that continues. So just be mindful of it. Be ready. Have a couple different layers. And I believe the same as we get into Sunday. So again, just to know that this is happening, be prepared. No entire washouts for the day, um, but just have the appropriate gear with you to enjoy your time outside. This is your warning to put the umbrella in the trunk of your car. Because if you don't, you got to think back to this moment and be like, I was told. And I'm wet. I'm going to think back at this moment anyway, because I never have an umbrella. Anyway. <laughs> you have one. It's just not I do. Not I own one. Exactly. Of course. Okay. Let's get to the headlines for five on five in five. Five stories on channel five in five minutes. The clock has started. And for the third consecutive day, it's our still top story. The war in Israel versus Hamas, the terrorist group. And now Israel is telling people to evacuate, but then Hamas is telling people to stay put. So lots of confusion, lots of people in harm's way. A lot of confusion. And um, unfortunately, I think by one side, that's kind of the goal is to create some confusion. Um, Israel has said, please get out of there, evacuate to about a million people. Um, The concern is getting a million people out of one place by the end of today. It's already midday there. Uh, We were looking at the live pictures this morning, and it was very calm, very quiet. So don't know if there's been some kind of halt to try to expedite the efforts to get people out. But when they're also being told to stay in place, that's a confusing circumstance for them. So uh, they're worried about the humanitarian crisis that this could cause with people trying to get out. Uh, We know at least 2,800 people are dead on both sides. 27 Americans are among the dead with more than a dozen still missing. And Israeli leaders sending a warning that Gaza will not be provided with any electricity, water, or fuel until hostages that are currently being held by Hamas are returned, which obviously then creates a huge struggle for the people who do live in that region. Um, The World Health Organization calling for the humanitarian corridor in the Gaza Strip to be created to help get supplies to Palestinians who are trapped there, this area home to more than 2 million people, around 40% are children. So um, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to process. It doesn't show any signs of easing up anytime soon either. Obviously, this weekend will be a big tell as to which direction this heads. Yeah, Israel is... uh has lots of troops right there on the border planning a ground invasion. So we'll be watching out to see if uh, they end up going through 
uh, with that. Our next story, a local one, a coal rain stabbing, deadly stabbing happened around 11 p.m. last night. Police went to a Domino's Pizza on Colrain Avenue south of Galbraith. Officers told us that a bystander actually found the man with a uh, stabbing, and this person was running across Colerain Avenue. Then, unfortunately, the ambulance took that person to a hospital where they died a short time later. Uh, a couple people were in handcuffs, our camera saw, but do not know if they are facing charges or what charges uh, will be levied against any suspect if they do find one. But unfortunately, a you know somebody passed away um, from the stabbing up in Colerain. Our next story out of Washington D.C. Chaos in the lower chamber, Kelly. We still do not have a second in line to the presidency. And doesn't appear that we're going to, at least not in the near future. So Steve Scalise has dropped out of the race to become House Speaker. Um, he lacked the votes needed to get that uh, get the gavel. This all he just was nominated about 24 hours ago. He said he, there are too many members. This is coming from Congressman Scalise. Too many members of his party who have their own agenda. Now he says he doesn't want to be the reason the House can't reopen and get back to work, which is why he's just dropping out. He's not kind of pushing it as we saw happen, however many months ago, nine-ish months ago. Um, now Ohio U.S. Representative Jim Jordan was the other name up, uh, but he has already said that he is not going to seek this either. So. So, so dot, dot, dot <laughs> yeah. is kind of where we leave things. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, all Democrats have already uh, said they'll be voting for uh, Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, but that's only 210 or so uh, votes there. So we'll see who the Republicans put up there. He needs he or she needs to get, I believe, 217 I votes. Right. I want to say that's the number. Um, but they have to find somebody who can reach that goal. But it's the uh, far right wing, the Freedom Caucus, I believe they go by. That's really holding things up and how they got Kevin McCarthy out of the way about a week ago or so. But. We'll see, because Washington we'll see. is at a standstill. Funding's at a standstill. Another shutdown is looming. Within about 30 days now, yeah. we're nearing on. And, and House Republicans do plan to meet this morning to nominate a new candidate for speaker. So we will have to see if anything comes of that. Exactly. All right, our fourth story, school threats. Yes, so we are talking about two this week. We had one earlier in the week uh, at Clark Montessori. This one at Withrow High School yesterday, so that would have been Thursday. Um, police did arrest a 12-year-old, charged him with inducing panic and making false threats. So we had the heavy police presence that was outside as the officers were investigating. They said no weapon was ever found, but that 12-year-old was arrested. The lockdown was lifted. The school day continued. Um but then also a teenager had been arrested after a prank call at Mount Healthy High School. That was on Wednesday. The teen called 911 saying there would be a school shooting. That teen has also been arrested, charged with felony-inducing panic. Um, and again, that other school that was shut down was due to a false threat was Clark Montessori. No word on if there has been an arrest in that case. So, uh, you know, we've heard from a while now that heard from authorities for a while now that they are going to crack down on students doing this if they know who's doing it uh, to send a message. And they are not not joking. But you make a good point there. You know, they're going to make an example out of these kids. So hopefully it ends. So when these kids hear felony being charged against them. Hopefully it's a lesson learned and a lesson for everybody across the area and other schools not to do this. All right, our final story for five on five in five. Our uh, sports anchor, Charlie Clifford, did a fantastic story on Bengals player Trenton Irwin and his new friend helping her learn how to drive. This is a such a good story to go watch. Absolutely. Head over to our website, WLWT.com. I know a lot of us have posted it as well. It'll just bring a smile to your face. Um, he got linked up during Saturday hoops with Bry Hall and they 
you know, Saturday Hoops is a very cool program that's offered within the city of Cincinnati. And they just got to talking. They talked about how she was trying to get to NKU and how transportation was an issue. He taught her how to drive. He said he had a little Toyota, I think he said Camry. Camry, something small. Yeah, something and something very navigable. Yeah. yeah, and they they would go into parking lots and different places, and he would teach her how to drive. He said he'd hold on to that handle, pump the fake brake, just, you know, when, when <laughs> like needed. Like all our parents Absolutely. used to do. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, taught her how to drive. She got her license. She saved for a car and is thriving. And the two of them have a really sweet relationship, and I think that's one that will continue on for some time. Yeah, she gets asked, you know, you, you one of your best friends is a Bengals player. No, he's, he's just a good person, good, good friend. So uh, shout out to Irwin so for the Bengals for uh, giving back your, your your time to the community to help somebody out. A fantastic story there. All right, this is 5 on 5 in 5. That's, we are done for this Friday the 13th. That's Kelly and Stephen. We'll see you back here on Monday. Peace out. Peace out.